This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode where we are talking about the 5am club. Assuming you know what I'm talking about, this is people who get up at 5am. I don't know if it's every day, it's every weekday because it helps them to run their day. This is what they do. This is their tip for a happier, certainly a more productive life. So this is the potential tool for our toolkit that I'm talking about today. Now, I was not looking forward to this one. This is one that I specifically researched for you guys. So, you know, you don't have to thank me. It's okay. I've done the work for you. (laughs) But I... I was going to say I cheated. I didn't cheat, but I specifically chose the week in my cycle when I knew I'd be up. This was my big energy week because there's no way I'm getting up at 5am during premenstrual week. You can all forget it. (laughs) So I want to put that out there first. But I did. I got up at 5am every day, Monday to Friday, just to see what it was like, what I got done, whether it was genuinely a tool that I would recommend for people's toolkits. So how did it go? Um, the very first day I made notes as I as I always do and it just says I don't want to do it. Surely more sleep is the best thing for me. Oh well, up we get. <laughs> I put on my daylight lamp because it was dark outside so I have um, a daylight lamp that I use in the winter So if ever I wake up, need to get up when it's dark outside, the first thing I do is put my daylight lamp on. So that always helps. Now, interestingly, I have an app blocker on my phone, which switches off certain messaging apps at nine o'clock at night and they don't come back on till 6.30 a.m. So I couldn't start my day on social media or messaging, which was interesting. So straight away, I had to start my day in a different way, which was thought provoking. And I noticed that my hip was hurting. I'd done a lot of driving the day before and I thought to myself, well, I've got more time to meet those needs now because I need to do some yoga, clearly. I need to stretch it out. And I've woken up early, so I have time for that. So I think the first thing I noticed was that I had time for things that I hadn't planned to be a part of my day. Now, that's kind of if I was getting up at 5 a.m. every day, I would plan in stuff for that time. So but it's just something worth thinking about. So then I think the next day I woke up early anyway, and then I discovered that I had a major piece of work to do for my VAT return, um, which I didn't know I had to do. So it was thank goodness I woke up early. So that was a heck of a lot less stressful than it would have been ordinarily. So that was quite good. Um, I was starting my day with a shower at 5am. Normally I shuffle downstairs, get a coffee, you know, kind of shuffle around a bit, (laughs) wake up. But because it was so early, I started the day with a shower and got dressed straight away. Otherwise I really wouldn't have got going because it was so early. 
So I had time in the day to do other things because I was getting up early, getting some of the difficult stuff done, dealing with whatever. I had more time in the day to go for a walk, do some yoga, do sort of well-being things. So I think my first observation is that when we think about people getting up at 5am, we think they're getting up to go for a run or do yoga as the sun rises or, you know, which sounds lovely. But you don't have to get up early and do something well-being. You could get up and do anything because it will free up time later on in your day to do the well-being stuff. So you don't have to get up at 5am and go for a swim. You could get up at 5am and deal with your emails and go for a swim at (laughs) 10am. Because we do have a picture, don't we, of what getting up at 5am entails. And of course, all it actually entails is getting up at 5am. You don't have to do anything particular. I think I got lots of social media posts written one morning, which I could do sat in my bed, but I was awake and, and doing So I did feel it was nice to have time to think rather than just rushing through things. I did feel cold and tired though, like later on in the day. You know, I was aware I'd been up early. I am an early riser anyway, like I'm a morning person. So it wasn't that painful for me. It was kind of, I'd rather stay in bed, but okay, once I'm up, I'm fine. And I don't mind at all going to bed early. I tend to go to bed early anyway. So it wasn't a complete 180 from from who I am. Um, And then I think there was a morning, I, I I got used to it quite quickly. I really did. By the end of the week, I think I was waking up anyway. Um, In fact, I think there might have been one, yeah, there was one morning where I'd given myself a pass. I think, I can't remember what happened the night before. Something had happened the night before and I thought, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing it tomorrow. Fine. You know, just switch off the alarm. And I woke up anyway. (laughs) So I thought, okay, I'll get up then, you know, whatever. So I did adapt to it very quickly. But as I say, I did choose the week in my cycle when I have the most energy. Um... And then the very final morning, it would have been super productive. I was kind of ready on that Friday to get lo- get up early and get loads done. And then instead, I had something of an emotional bombshell dropped on me, but it gave me time to deal with that. Anyway, so again, by the time the day officially started for everyone around me, I dealt with that and could crack on. So it was interesting. Now, I think... It's important to remember as well that not only was I doing it in the appropriate week in my cycle, I was also doing it in the springtime. If I'd been doing it in the winter, it would have been a lot harder. So the first thing to say is that like all of these tools that we're discussing, this is not something that I'm suggesting, well, I'm not suggesting you do it at all for a start if it sounds like hell on wheels. But even if you do want to do it, I'm not suggesting you do it all the time. It's a tool. You might have a busy week coming up. You might know that your energy is going to be high. You might think to yourself, okay, let's set the alarm a bit earlier. Let's crack on. Let's see what I can do. That doesn't mean you have to start doing it every week. There are going to be weeks and seasons and times when it's totally inappropriate and would just be hellish. So I think that's the first thing to think about. How does it contribute to a happier life? Um, It gives you more time. 
which is something that we're all always craving, isn't it? So it does give you more time. That again, though, is almost a reason to not do it consistently in my book, because if you did it every week, what you do would just expand to fill the time and then you'd feel just as busy. I think it's a really nice one to throw in now and again so that you feel like, oh, I've got like another two, three hours in my day. Because that two, three hours would soon get swallowed up if you did it all the time. But it does give you more time. And it does mean that there is perhaps additional time later on in the day to do some of the things you're always thinking. Oh, I wish I had time to do Pilates. I wish I had time to sit and watch an episode of TV in the middle of the day. I would, you know, whatever it is you feel like doing at two in the afternoon, you can do because you've done the work, you know, early in the morning. So what are the bullshit elements to it? Well, you know, for some people, it just is complete bullshit because it just won't work with who you are. Um, You know, some people are just not morning people and it's bad enough getting up at any time in the morning, let alone 5am. So it's not a tool that is good for everyone. I don't think there is a tool that's good for everyone, but this certainly is not it. It's just not going to suit everybody. It is tiring. You know, if you already don't get enough sleep, if you've got young children waking you up, if you don't get the opportunity to go to bed at a a sensible hour in the night for someone who is getting up early, you know, it's just not going to be for you. There's no point trying to shoehorn in an early morning if your nights are chaotic, if you're already exhausted because of health or whatever, you know, there's loads of reasons why more sleep is the right choice, um, as opposed to getting up early, for sure. And I don't think it's going to be great if you work office hours, because the advantage of it is you can move around your day. So if you are a morning person like me, have more morning, fantastic. And then at the sort of 2pm afternoon slump, you can just lie on the couch and you know, watch nonsense television. Obviously, if you work office hours, if someone is expecting you to work office hours, that's not going to work. You're literally just extending your day, which could be helpful on occasion, but you're not going to be able to claw back that time at a, at a later time in the afternoon. So our mindset block alerts for this episode, there are two. The first one is that we make value judgments about morning and evening people. So if I say to you, I'm a morning person, I got up at 5am, it was great, I got loads done, really productive, um, and then, you know, I went to bed early and that's how I did my week. There's going to be a lot of people who unconsciously make a value judgment about that and think that that is good, like that's correct. If I said to you, Um, I get up at like eight o'clock, throw the kids into their school uniform, rush them to school. And then after they go to bed, um, I work till 1am. Unconsciously, a lot of people are going to be thinking that's bad. That's like the wrong way around because somehow morning people are super organized, but evening people are super last minute. (laughs) And of course, the reality is that as long as we all get done, what needs to be got done. It doesn't matter when we're doing it. And being a morning or an evening or an afternoon or a lunchtime person, 
there actually isn't any value on any of those. There's not one that's that's correct and good and one that's bad. But we may have had messages in our childhood telling us different. So we may be making value judgments there. So I think for your, for our mindset, if it sounds like a good tool for you, give it a go. If it doesn't, this is not an indication that there's something wrong with you. This is an indication that you're not a morning person. I am a morning person. I'm not an evening person. If something, if an emergency happens after dinner time, I struggle, you know, to get it done, to get it sorted. So this is not about good or bad. The other mindset block alert that I want to bring up for this episode is you... I was going to say you need to, which sounds a bit like should. There's no shoulds, but I would encourage you to think of naps as a good and worthwhile thing. So it's almost like naps are a tool in the toolkit as well. You know, on the continent, they call them siestas, which sounds so much more glamorous, doesn't it? They know what they're about. Get up early, then have a siesta, and then, you know, stay up later or work a bit later. You don't have to do the working later bit. But if you are getting up at 5 a.m., and then you're tired later, have a nap. Because that could be your best rhythm. You know, a lot of us, we get to a certain age, the older we get as women, I think this happens to men as well, we tend to start waking up early anyway. And I hear people complain about it. Oh, I woke up at 5am, I couldn't get back to sleep. Again, if you work office hours, that's massively frustrating. If you work for yourself and can choose your hours, get up at 5am, you're already awake, you're not going back to sleep, get up and get some stuff done. And then when you're tired at 10, 11, 12, whenever it happens in the day that that tiredness hits you, have a nap. Because that's clearly the rhythm your body is trying to work to. There's no point fighting it. You know, if we don't have to fight it, there's no point fighting it. So that's a couple of I guess, value judgments to get over if you do want to try. If you feel like early mornings would work well for you, um, then get over the idea that you can't nap. And if you feel like early mornings are hell on wheels, get over the idea that you should be trying them. Because if they're not for you, they're not for you. I did find it very interesting because I thought I was going to be coming on to this episode telling you, I've tried it, it's hellish, don't bother. (laughs) And actually, you know, I can see for me, it is a useful tool in my toolkit. But like everything, it's not going to work all the time. It's not going to work every season and it's not going to work for everybody. But I think for me, I am going to remember that it's there if I need it in the same way that those of you who are evening people know that if it all goes horribly wrong, you can work until midnight and that's okay. It's not the best, it's not pleasant, same as getting up at 5am is not the most fun we've ever had, but you know, we can do it. And there's actually nothing good or bad about either. It's just extending the time that we have in the day to get things done. So I hope that was thought provoking. Let me know. I'd love to hear what you think. I'd love to hear what your natural rhythms are. I think working to our natural rhythms might be the ultimate tool, mightn't it? But until next time, please be excessively kind to yourself, no matter what your natural rhythm, and let's squeeze every last drop out of every hour we are awake.
in the day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.